You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Our own uh, Sheikh Shayyub Maida on his uh, segment of uh, Pertinence uh, Punctuated. And Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Shayyub Maida, as the days go on, everything's happening. And uh, uh, tell us, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum wassalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dear beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and uh, the dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba. Uh, this evening, the voice of our Sunnah wal Jamaa. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. You know, you must always remember Allah has given us a life as a taste and also as a way of us getting uh, something that we might achieve, which is better in life if we go with patience and actually doing what is right from us. No, absolutely, Sheikh Shuaimaida. That's why, you know, and uh, if you get the reality of Allah in your life, uh, then uh, you'll be. Uh, Focused, and you know, no matter what conditions are or whatever uh, situation you put into, you take it uh, with a smile, and you know that uh, this world is only a temporary place, and our reality awaits us. And uh, you and I know that many of our friends have made a parza within the past two years. I mean, so many of them that were so close to us, and uh, they just disappeared. They're gone, Sheikh You even still have the phone number in your uh, your your phone list, and you look at it and say, "Oh no, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone." And you can't believe it, uh, Sheikh Shuaimaida. No, no, definitely. You know, uh, Shaf, I was speaking about this on uh, Juma. You know, to say, you know, look at life, how Allah's made it, you know. you got no guarantees in your life. You know, Allah says, مَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَا تَخْسِبُ غَدًا وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ تَمُوتٍ Say, the soul does not know its earnings for tomorrow. And no single soul knows which area is going to be its final destination. You know, so we are in alignment with, um, you remember them as in that uh, actually got caught in a stray bullet to say he wakes up in the morning just to go about his daily life to go get a few things, essentials for the house. Then what happens after that? Only his name comes back home wrapped with the title of Marhu. You know, this, this tells you, Shafa, uh, that uh, even the people that we love, that we knew, we even got the phone number, sometimes mistakenly, we just call the number just to hear the voice to say, I'm not available at the moment, please leave your, uh, leave your name and number, I'll try and call you back later. You know, sometimes we get into that voice, I miss that voice, I just want to listen to it. So we need to understand that, yes, life has got no guarantees, and no one knows what they're going to do tomorrow, and you don't know which meal you're going to eat tomorrow. You might go bring the whole meal structure and leave it in the house, but nothing is meant for you. And this is the reality of... Uh, of, of life and uh, only to Allah we shall uh, return as he put us in this dunya and we are only journey going back to Allah's you know he's mentioned about that you know so each and every living soul shall really have a taste of death and on the day of Qiyamah is the day where we're going to be rewarded accordingly so which means good for good and bad for bad which is tit for tat call it that way so in other ways, we need to prepare ourselves. You know, just as we cannot see the loved ones that we lost, that we still got the numbers and still looking in a phone book and saying, he's gone, may Allah grant him Jannah. She's gone, may Allah grant her Jannah. He's gone, he's gone. You know, we need also to be paving way for ourselves, understand that we're heading back to Allah Ta'ala. And the question should be, what is it that I have good in me that I can present back to Allah Ta'ala if the time comes to me to return back where I belong, Shah? Now, Sheikh Shoyimaida, I know some of the uh, moments uh, Allah has blessed both you and I. I mean, you, you as a Sheikh, they're giving a lot of Juma bayans. And, uh, you know, we were quite privileged. We, 
you know, at the 13th floor in Commercial City, where, you know, there were the, a big contingent coming there. I mean, over 700 people. And, uh, you know, the late owners of that place also feed a lot of people that came there, you know, with the uh, lovely meals and so forth. But uh, I recall some of the best, uh, you know, Juma Bayans, and the people were so appreciative. They used to come and, you know, embrace you and celebrate you and say, oh, we want more and so forth. I think some of the best uh, Bayans we gave, the, like the Sheikh uh, Shamas, I don't know if you remember him, from Akhamos, and he used to come there quite often. And uh, then, uh, you know, whenever the, the Bayan was given, uh, you you actually felt the closeness of the people and they motivated you and you came. And I know naturally uh, when you and I spoke, uh, it was always uh, fulfilling in that, you know, you went there and you you felt that Juma spirit for the whole week or the whole weekend. You know, there was something special about that. And there's another sheikh from uh, Hamas. I can't recall his name, but they were beautiful reciters of the Noble Quran. Are they still around, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida? You know, they're still around, they're still around and you know, you, you, on that token, you even remember me of uh, the late Mufti uh, Sabayaz Rahim, you know, I mean, these are the good old people that we met there. May Allah grant him Jannah to Rufilaus and as well, Brother Ridwan, and his father, his late father, Marhum Abdullah, uh, may Allah grant all them Jannah to Rufilaus, inshallah. As you say, that place was a, a lovely place We actually, when you go and perform your salah, you enjoy uh, the atmosphere and even the environment. It wasn't a place where when you finish read, people start gossiping one side, complaining and the rest of that. It was a place, as you said, where people come and celebrate you and actually be happy with you to say, we need more. And Alhamdulillah, we've learned something good today. We've learned something new. You know, we knew it was always there, but we didn't know. But since you spoke about it, Alhamdulillah, we've known it. Yes, uh, uh, this is actually the moments, as you say, Shah, that will always remember, uh, that will make us remember the past and the people that we spent time with and the people that did good, as you said, you know, they did a good uh, job. They were doing a very good, noble job feeding people in the month of Ramadan and also supporting other projects that are happening in South Africa and outside South Africa. May Allah reward them all the best, inshallah. And even to yourself, Shab, you've done quite a lot of work, you know. Your dawah in the sea, I know, you know, you brought the deen from... Uh, from the land of South Africa into the sea, you know, where is no man's land, you gave dawah to the people, you know, the people that came around with your seaman show that you had at that time. May Allah reward you all the best, inshallah, and the good way that you're still doing. You know, I haven't seen anybody that's all hardworking when it comes to media and to the radio like yourself, Shah. Allah has given you the strength and Allah has given you the ability and Allah has given you that skill. May Allah actually perfect that skill for you every time uh, you go on the podium, may Allah to prolong your life so that, inshallah, the ummah benefit a lot from your programs and actually uh, the kind of people you host in your shows, Shah. No, I mean, uh, so I mean, uh, Sheikh Maida, and as uh, you, know, you can feel Allah behind you, otherwise, uh, this wouldn't be possible. And as you said, you know, you're talking about the seaman story, I mean, as uh, giving messages, uh, you know, if we targeted the sailors, and at that time, they took the message to the four corners of the globe to every country around the world. So Alhamdulillah, I don't know how many Qurans we gave out, how many we hosted here. We took them for Juma, and times we all even organized uh, some uh, burials, you know, uh, brothers had uh, passed on the ships and so forth. And, uh, you know, these are memories. And if you sit back and you just wonder, you know, what opportunities Allah has given us. Uh, but as you said, the most important thing is uh, that Allah accept uh, our efforts in whatever we do, Sheikh Shwe Maida. Well, our topic this evening is uh, we're talking about... Uh, 
the emotion of disappointment and sexual either as you are well aware that disappointment is the negative emotion that you know individuals feel when an outcome doesn't match up to their expectations you know it's characterized by feelings of sadness loss anger frustration sometimes a disappointment is an unavoidable part of a life but it's always you know easy to deal with even all your minor setbacks or relatively minor setbacks if you're connected uh, connected to the divine but you know talking about disappointments uh, shek shoy about maida you know especially even if you're watching little kids it's uh, you know you 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 are disappointed from that age right to sometime your old age uh, to uh, shek shoy maida perhaps your or your thoughts on that you know shek you just summed it up very well plus the answers you put in there very beautiful and brilliant you know uh, disappointment is a negative actually uh outcome that comes to a person in the sense if uh, you do not understand who you are and what you stand for that act you come and kick you most especially for us muslims we understand one uh, uh goal point that we have to actually uh, acquire as believers where allah ta says wala taqulanna li shay'in inni fa'ilun dhalika ghadan illa ay yasha allah we must not say i am going to achieve this or tomorrow i'm going to do a b c d but you must always say except if allah wills i would like to achieve a b c d e f g and if you have that with full conviction with full yakin that you know with allah or through allah you're going to achieve it if allah wants you to achieve then definitely there's no room for disappointment because you already put allah as a guideline and allah as okay the measuring point for the work that you're going to do so since it did not happen then you know exactly not allah did not will this to happen but not that you sit back lay back and you don't do anything but you go work very hard put the foundation down if it doesn't come right allah didn't want to happen and you still happy because you know i tried my best but it wasn't in the way that it was supposed to be allah didn't want it to happen there's good reason why allah didn't want it to happen so once we have that sharp as you say unless you are touched your uh, divine uh, actually a uh, kind of uh, sort of life that you need to be following or a spiritual life that is inspired by Allah Taala and the teaching of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam you will never have a problem no need to be disappointed because you know you tried your best but Allah did not will for whatsoever activities you wanted to happen to happen and you accept and you move on with a smile and without any issues in between sha Now shek shek my then look at this uh, scenario that I'd like to uh, you know lay in front of you uh, maybe maybe disappointment is feeling as we said unhappy because someone or something was not as good as you hoped or expected you know sometimes you said oh i hope my child in a metric will get a distinction will get an exemption but ended up uh, you know and i'm not making the grade or just getting an ordinary pass and uh, then you know people start feeling or parents uh, they start feeling unhappy because their hopes and their expectations are unfulfilled and uh, you know they experience a feeling of sadness or disappointment i mean you know that type of feeling where you feel no my child has let me down but not caring for how the child will feel shekshay uh, maida what do you do in that instance i see chef actually we've actually sent our children into doing a lot of bad things in life like let's say taking drugs and going into alcohol and all that and this thing simply because we've planted that negativity in them as you said chef to say you know i worked so hard and i've been paying so much of money for my child to be an a plus child but look at the child you know let me down is a disappointment 
is a child that is no that is good for nothing. I mean, these are the things that we make a problem into as parents as well. Remember, when somebody fails, it doesn't mean that they have to be uh, thrown into or cast into jail, into hell because they failed. Failure is a step forward towards doing right things. So if your child does not achieve AIDS, there could be a good reason why it's not happening. And the good reason could be a lot I do not will for that to happen. It's either the child is lazy, we can put it in that way. But how is the child lazy when your parent is very active? It's simply the parent hasn't put in much effort in this child, whereby the only child to learn. Or it's either the parent is putting so much burden on the child that they can handle. So what happens because the child doesn't want to disappoint as well. They ask the question, is everything going on well? They say, yes, mommy, everything is okay. I understand everything is good. Simply because they are afraid to air their views to say, mommy, things are a bit tough and a bit difficult. I'm trying my best, but we see a way it goes. You know, I'm trying my, my level best. So we have not allowed our children to express themselves, you know, when they're facing difficulties in their life. So that's why when things fall apart now, we start getting disappointed because, oh, my child, you know, I thought you would do. He's a good for nothing child. No child is good for nothing. Everybody is good. And there's a purpose that Allah created everybody for. So if you see your child have failed, ask yourself a question. Did I have a chat with my child to understand what are the areas where he or she is lacking in education where they can be assisted? Or did we try and find solutions to that? Did we look into deeper what is happening in their lives as well? You must remember growing up too, there's a lot of changes in the child's uh, uh, way of doing things. So did we go and consider all that kind of uh, issues that are coming and formulating them growing up as an adult? No, we haven't gone into that shaft. What we're expecting for them to do good and we don't have time for them. You know, all the time we have is through the gadgets. You wake at home, you go to work, you sit with your gadgets, your computers and the rest of that. You come home, it doesn't stop. Back on the gadgets and computers and the children are left alone to do things. And now you expect them to be good and excellent because you don't talk to them if you must do everything right. It's not how should things should be done, Chad. We need to sit with them, understand which areas they're lacking. How good, how best can we help them as our children to make sure they achieve what we want them to achieve? You know, and are they happy to go that route that we're helping? Or is there any other way that you can chat with them which way you think is better for us to go around this so that you can get uh, the better marks that you get? Once you do that, you're getting the child to have a lot of confidence in themselves and the self-esteem is boosted. And at the same time, they look at you as a supportive pillar where they can sit and talk to and discuss with if there's issues or any. And negativities, they can come and talk to you about it so that you give them actually uh, the best guidance. But if you don't do that, Chef, we have a problem. So if we come back and start slapping ourselves and crapping at the children that they've done, they, not, they haven't done good anything, uh, they're good for nothing, then Chef, we lose everything simply because the foundation we put forward wasn't right. As I said, we didn't actually have that in us to say, whatsoever Allah wills will happen and let me assist my child to make sure they get there and finding out there's an issue that can assist them and work towards that. And then what comes after that? We see this in the hands of Allah Ta'ala. That way, inshallah, Shaf, we won't have no problem. We accept our children back home if they fail. We won't look at them in a negative way. We look at them in a positive manner to say, okay, this time it didn't work. Let's start again and we know we can make it, we can get there. And that way, Shaf, will build strong families, strong-willed children that will understand the uh, benefits of hard work and that will also understand that if things are not going the right way they can't come back home and discuss with us as parents to say i'm finding difficulties in this please let's find a way of getting this solution and once that is done sharp we'll have the best 
children in our families, in our ummah, as well as we have good and brilliant future leaders that will take over this din when we, uh, as parents, are gone, Shah. You know, you made a very valid point indeed. As whilst you're talking about uh, children, and I was thinking about children, you know, generally you find a child that is upset, another child that's uh, uh, distressed, another one is uh, discouraged, and another one is depressed. And, uh, you know, these are like they are somewhat uh, uh, disappointed. And as you said, the family unit is so important, uh, you know, especially mother and father having a, you know, uh, a very united uh, front so that, you know, when the children come to you, you speak in one voice, not giving, uh, you know, mixed signals, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. No, no, definitely, Shafi. We need to speak in one sweet voice. And the voice is actually to motivate these children, groom them and make them the best children. So when it means that to groom the kids and make them the best children, there will be some kind of negativity that will be flowing in. And these are the answers towards us grooming them towards positivity. But if we actually start picking on that negativity and make them feel uh, little or belittled because of that, definitely, Shafi, we are destroying the self-esteem and wherever they go, they will never believe in themselves because if my mother and my father don't believe in me, nobody else will believe in me. So what do I do? Then let just be whatsoever it has to be because, you know, there's no reason for me to work very hard because nobody sees it. And once our children come to know that verse, into that channel of feeling that there's nobody for me, so let me do what I have to do, and then we have sent our children towards the wrong path. Because the moment a drug dealer meets them, and say, you can do drugs, son, I can give you money, and you enjoy yourself, do drugs, you forget about the miseries that your parents are putting through. Come, let's party with us, come, have alcohol, that makes you forget everything. Your child is going to know guidance from home. Now Shaitan took over, and the child will go through that road. Because firstly, they don't want to be depressed, and they don't want to be looked after, act like, you know, they're good for nothing. So you have actually yourself perved a distraction for your own child. So let's pull back. And let's look at positives in them and let's work towards them, groom them and make sure these children become the best. You know, Sheikh Shuaibada, we are so fortunate that in the, the Noble Quran, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us how to build ourselves and what to do and what are the pitfalls of life. You know, uh, obeying Allah and obeying his messenger. And Allah has created, you know, for us a perfect example in Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and, you know, uh, we as Muslims, uh, we can take uh, all these lessons in life and go forward. And, you know, we will find that we will have a more joy and more good times than a disappointment. But the only time you get disappoint, uh, disappointment is that, uh, you know, you're not obeying the laws of uh, a divine decree, Sheikh Shweb Maida. Your take? You know, definitely, Shaf, you know, the moment you drift away from the right, then you go into the wrong direction. So when you go into the wrong direction, it's only wrong things that cancel each other. So the one that does a bigger wrong becomes the better than the one that does need to be a small wrong. But the moment you're back on a divine decree, then definitely you know what Allah wants you to do. You know, as a parent, this is how you deal with the children. This is how you groom them. This is how you make sure they grow up. And the children also, they understand. For your parent, you have to make a lot of duas for them and you have to respect them and make sure that you cherish them. Your Abba has decreed that you worship none but him only and you show kindness and be dutiful towards your parents. You know, Allah has mentioned a lot of places about this. So the same parents become the first school of the child. So if the children are groomed from the very first day, right, Isha, it's not a problem. I'll give one good example. 
you know, we had a little bit of uh, a disappointment. You know, we went to the hospital uh, with the kids and the other child, I think, four or five years, and uh, they're trying to uh, put an ambulance on the child, shove the child. At that age, is swearing the father with uh, words that actually out of this world. And now you sit back and look, yeah, this child is four years old. Where did this child learn this kind of vulgarity that he can talk like that, actually telling the father off and the mother off in that vulgar way? So he tells that the child, uh, the child's home where uh, they're coming from. The mother and the father, they use that kind of language as uh, maybe uh, for, uh, for breakfast, for dessert, for supper, and mention whatsoever, which, you know, is sad. Some of our Muslim homes also are using that kind of language. And I mean, it's just embarrassing, you know, to see the people's disgust in their faces, hear the child that age talking, things like that. So definitely, it comes back to us. That's how we groom our children. As you said, Islam is the best religion, Shafi. It has given us the best of guidelines. And those guidelines, if we put them into practice, we will never deviate and go away. But the moment we twist to the other side of the coin, Shaitan is already waiting. And once Shaitan takes over, he makes sure that you distract it and you destroy it for good. Because that's what Shaitan is meant for, to destroy and distract us. But the moment we still stick to the Quran and the Sunnah to say, this is the issue. How do I deal with it? Let me go back to the Quran and find answers. You find Allah is waiting with best answers for you that will keep you smiling and your child will keep on smiling and still have excess respect for you. And also you still have extra respect for a child. And you know, the grooming period, the grooming phase is done in the way that you never regret it. When Allah takes you, you still got the standing pillars to make dua. Say, yeah, Allah, make it easy for my parents where they are. And Allah will accept that. You know, Sheikh Shoei, it's quite uh, horrendous to hear that, uh, that the child, a four-year-old, you told me, using uh, bad superlatives there in the hospital. And uh, I gather from that you said they, uh, the people of the deen. But Allah, make it easy. And it's important for us, uh, you know, to tell, uh, to uh, motivate parents, uh, to tell them that, you know, your children are a mirror of wherever they go and uh, whatever they're talking and whatever they're uh, saying. They are reflecting uh, you as a family, and it's so embarrassing uh, to hear that. But may Allah make it easy. Now, you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, if you, 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 you know, disappointment is, is not an easy thing. It's actually a very painful thing. And, you know, uh, if, if you look at our brains, they inter- you know, they're always interpreting certain, uh, you know, events and certain thoughts and uh, even disappointing events as, uh, you know, that definitely if uh, it will uh, undermine our well-being. Uh, it's uh, so similar to uh, disappointment, to depression. You know, the brain's uh, neurotransmitters such as the uh, serotonin and the uh, dopamine, and you know, it it it, it, it decreases when a pain occurs, and you you, you feel all these uh, dif- different types of emotions coming, and it is your emotions that, that add to whether you are you know a positive person or your your well-being is good or your health is good. But you know, thoughts can even make you even uh, you know uh, being disappointed. It, it can lead to depression and to ill health, sexual maida, unless uh, you know you are spiritually connected and you don't allow all these uh, negativity to come and undermine you, because uh, this negative uh, factor, uh, factor is none other than the factors of his uh, shaitan, yeah, No, no, definitely, no, Shafa. The Quran has taught us, you know, the best way to say whatsoever bad things happens to your life is from your own uh, uh, your own doings. You know, whatever you're good or so is from your own doing, that Allah is rewarding you for that. So if we start looking into situations with a positive angle, you know, shall we, uh, be uh, safe from everything. You know, let's say something happens wrong to me that I'm not happy. 
If I start looking back to say, Allah, let me look back and see what is the wrong thing that I've done in between that could have triggered this kind of reaction. Then definitely Shaf will be good people because now we look back and we'll be finding answers because maybe I did this, I did wrong to this one, I did wrong to that one. Maybe that's why Allah gave me this kind of reaction. So now I've learned I need not to repeat the same mistake again. So this will bring us kind of a, uh, let's say, comfort in us to understand that whatever bad happens, we need to start analyzing and going back where we've done wrong because every action has a reaction. So we pick up the action that came and the reaction happening to what we not happen. Once we be doing that every day, Shaf, it will be fine. And as you said, going back to the decree teaching, that's what it teaches us to say we need to analyze situations at the end of the day and see what happens and why, why where we went wrong. Even when we have good, when Allah just gave us a lot of barakah, we need to look back and see where have we gone right that Allah has brought all these doors of barakah for us. And then we start doing extra more of that and making dua every day. The same when you go wrong, we see where it happened and we go back and make tawbah and not repeat that again. Definitely Shaf will live with salamat and we'll be happy in this world. Living in this world will be another a bonus because we're happy with what Allah has given us and what takdir meant was meant for us, we are happy with it. Definitely, we are ready to accept Allah as our creator and our Nabi Muhammad as our guideline, our teacher. We accept that Jahannam is going to be around for us and Jannah must be the goal pasture. No, absolutely, Sheikh Shoeb. Either whilst you're talking, then I'm uh, thinking about the noble Quran. And yeah, you look at Yaqub alayhi salam and the story of Yusuf alayhi salam and uh, Yaqub alayhi salam showing uh, so much of disappointment in his other sons, you know, for not taking good care of uh, Yusuf alayhi salam. And you know the story very well. And then you looked at uh, Nu alayhi salam, you know, when uh, the ark was about to sail and he calls out to his son. He said, come, son, jump onto the ark. And the son doesn't uh, listen to the father. And, you know, there's a disappointment there also. And, uh, you know, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam also feeling a lot of disappointment when close family members that didn't accept, uh, you know, Islam, his own uncles are not, uh, you know, believing in him and so forth and believing in the message of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi So, you know, you notice all these disappointments coming through in our holy books and, uh, you know, we could uh, look at it and perhaps learn a lesson because a disappointment, according to what we read there, will be part and parcel of life. There'll be the challenges, as actually Maida. No, no, definitely. If you look at this kind of disappointment that you're talking about, Shav, these are kind of divine uh, kind of uh, uh, information that Allah wanted to give to us. That uh, whosoever Allah guides, nobody will misguide. And whosoever Allah sends astray, nobody will make them straight. They can be the child of the prophet and Allah can misguide them and nobody will be able to guide them. And it can be the wrong person giving birth to a child who's obedient to Allah and later being called Al-Khalil of Allah. And you know, they can be somebody who protect your Nabi Sallallahu from the enemies at that moment, but still doesn't want to accept the deen of Allah because Allah simply took away guidance from that person just to show it that guidance is going to whosoever Allah wills. And whosoever Allah doesn't want, you leave them astray. Look at uh, Abu Jahal and, um, and uh, uh, Abi Lahab. You know, you look at those two. One, uh, one, one accept our, both of them, they, 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 they went to hell. And one among them, who was also the strong one, Umar bin Khattab, who was among the team, Allah wanted to give him guidance and he became the pillar of Islam. You know, where he said to everybody, you know, we are on hack. We cannot be making ibadah and hiding. Let's come out. And, you know, we show these people in the right path and even declaring that whosoever wants to have his children as orphans or he wants his wife to be widowed, 
come, let's meet here when you're making a button and we show you what it means. So this kind of actually uh, disappointment came in as a, a strict teaching from Allah, regardless, it can't be your father, it can't be your mother. But if they choose not to accept the divine uh, message of Allah, definitely they will never get there. But you still can get there. So to show you that Allah does what he wants and Allah guides whosoever you will share. No, absolutely, Sheikh Shoyamaida, you know, as uh, the conversation goes on, really uh, very fruitful indeed. And Allah bless you for the knowledge uh, that you have. You're just slow and I can tell the people, you know, no, there's absolutely no preparation uh, when we come on this. So we just pick the topic and Alhamdulillah through divine decree, uh, you know, we, we have had a very well-balanced show here, Sheikh Shoyamaida. Perhaps I can uh, end off with a sticker I saw recently at one of the shopping malls and it uh, i made note of it it said uh, disappointment is the gap that exists between expectation and reality <laughs> expectation and uh, i i mean uh, maybe that sums it up uh, perhaps are uh, your parting words uh, this evening no sir i just you said now we need to be looking into the positive side through our negatives inshallah we'll go to allah with salamat inshallah that's my summing Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoyamada, you have a beautiful and a lovely evening ahead. And uh, once again, Jazakallah Khaira for joining us on uh, Pertinence uh, Punctuated. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, time for us to go for a break. When we get back, Mulana Salim Karima will be joining us uh, discussing issues that affect the ummah. And I think he's going for part two of jealousy. Yeah, talking about jealousy. And uh, be careful, jealousy is not a healthy thing. Let's go for a break.